We read the Bible trying to find things that fit us and our situation, when in reality, we need to understand the context. What is the setting, the scene of which the scripture is written? What, what's taking place? We need to understand the audience that it's written to. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. There are scriptures that we live by today and some practical applications as well as promises that apply to us today. But we also need to understand not everything in scripture is about us. It's, it, it's really not. Welcome to Audacity Presents. We've got a great show for you today. Let's not waste any time. Let's get started. Happy Monday, happy Monday, and welcome to the show. Let me tell you, this episode took several different turns. I I start off wanting to talk about one topic, but as usual, the Holy Spirit reveals something different. So today's episode started with Jeremiah 29, 11. This scripture came into my head. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So I asked the Holy Spirit, what's audacious about this scripture? Of course, this is Audacity Presents, where we choose to live an audacious life for Christ. What should I be willing to take a bold risk about when it comes to Jeremiah 29, 11? So many have read this scripture and taken it very personal, thinking God knows the plans for me and it's my time and I'm going to prosper. But unfortunately, this verse has lost its intent and the original audience to whom it was being written to. Now, I have heard this verse many times at churches, and I have seen people clap and shout when this one verse is quoted. But when you take the time to read all of the verses surrounding Jeremiah 29, 11, it paints a very different picture. So can I give you my Baptist three points? I'll start with point one. And I want to call this one, Israel, where are you at? That's the question that should be asked in understanding this scripture. Israel has been taken into captivity by Babylon. The temple, the city of Jerusalem were left in ruins. The king was in chains with his eyes gouged out. This is where they at. But in the midst of all this, God spoke to the prophet Jeremiah and he started saying, I have sent you into exile. And basically for the next few verses tells them to get comfortable. He says, build you a house, take a wife, plant gardens, basically live your life in Babylon. But while you're doing that, you need to pray to the Lord and be on the lookout for people coming to you with lies. I have, I haven't sent them, he says. So really, he says, get comfortable, but hey, don't get too comfortable. He's talking to Israel and what's going on with them in captivity in Babylon. My second point, I'll call this one, I'm still with you. 
You need to go ahead and do the 70 years in Babylon, and then I'll come and get you. This is when we get to that great verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then he says, for when you pray to me, I'll listen. So basically, this scripture is the prophecy God gave to Jeremiah to tell his people, Israel, because of their current situation. And this promise came with a condition. Israel had to seek God. But you got to keep reading. My third point, left behind. Then God says, for all the people that didn't go with you to Babylon, I've got something for them. Oh, the sword will come against them. There will be famine and pestilence. There will be terror to the kingdoms. All of these because they did not listen to the word of the Lord. But for those of you who went into exile, don't be like those left behind. Listen to the Lord. When we look at this promise in verse 11, It was to Israel. And for many of those people in Babylon, the plans God has for them, a lot of them won't even see that promise. 70 years is a long time. A lot of them will die in exile. God does not abandon his people, though. In spite of their sin, God is faithful to his covenant regarding Israel's future and his promised Messiah. Not even Babylon captivity could prevent his promises from coming to pass. So when we look at this scripture, we have to understand its context. What's going on? What's taking place? Now, don't get me wrong. God has a plan for you and for me. He sent his son to die for us so that we might have eternal life when we believe and accept him. But this verse 11 in Jeremiah 29, it is not about us. So this is my merry moment. Live your life in context. I'll let you meditate on that one. And as you go about your week this week, I pray that God will pour his spirit out on you. And speaking of pouring out, (laughs) that's on my replay. Y'all thought I had forgot. Pour your spirit out by Thrive Worship. You've been down long enough, no more walking in shame because the way that he loves you isn't something you can change. You've been running in circles, but you can't hide from grace because the way that he loves you isn't something you can change. Just like Lazarus out of that grave, our God rewrites history. Jesus, you change everything when you pour your spirit out. Just like Silas singing with Paul, praise can break down prison walls. Jesus, you can have it all when you pour your spirit out. Live your life in context. Y'all have a good week. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show today. And remember, Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is returning for you all because he loves you. Now all you have to do is confess, believe, and trust in him. We'll see you next week.